0: The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: All right, this is the South Congress podcast, episode 127. My name is Cameron.
0: And I'm Tristan.
1: So as we're going, guys, um, Peanuts informed me that um, I have a lisp now because uh, so I got Invisalign uh like get last fancy. week and so um when I'm when I have them in like I can't my teeth don't touch. Like as far as like my top and bottom row in the middle. Like there there's space between them. And you kind of get used to talking a bit different because all of a sudden you got plastic covering your whole mouth. Um so apparently like when I take them out, I'm like I haven't found out I'm still overcompensating basically. So this is gonna sound kind of strange for a while, so bear with us. Um how are you, sir?
0: I am doing fantastic. How are you?
1: Oh God. It's been um a few weeks mm-hmm. since we've done the show. We kinda did it the last one right on the heels of the insurrection. So that's um a place to start. Absolutely. Um, but before before we get into the news, mm-hmm. um so a year ago, yesterday. Yeah. Um we were in Houston for the Royal Rumble.
0: That's right, we were.
1: Um, we went to the World's Collide event, which was the night before at the Toyota at the Toyota Center. Mm-hmm. And we saw fun. Yeah, it was cool. We linked up with my man Shelton Lee. Um yeah. so if you follow me on social media, um you've seen that picture from WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans with me and two other guys dressed as Nation of Domination. That was a Renee and it was Shelton. Shelton is, um, somebody I met via social media. Um, you know, big wrestling fan, a little bit older than me. Um, rapper. Um, and was just like really, really, really dedicated to wrestling, like especially independent wrestling. Um, him and Renee would go to like all the different like progress shows like around the country, and they'd go to Europe to go to shows. Like that was his passion. Um, you know, Shelton was, um really knowledgeable about the history of wrestling. Like if you listen to our podcast a year ago this week, it was me, peanut Shelton and Jason um, mm-hmm. Shelton and our man Jay uh, came to the hotel after the show and we chopped it up. We kicked it. We did the show. Um, yeah. Um, Shelton had, I remember he came to me one time. Uh, he had this article he had written and he was like, yeah, I really want to get this out there. And so of course I pass it on to Wade. Like that's my man. And you know, um, you know that that it was a part of the torch. Um, he had just recently dropped uh, his last album. I have merch from that. Like if you saw the pictures I took on my birthday, I'm wearing uh, his nation giving merch. Um, I wear his nation giving merch hoodie. Um, I say all this to say, uh, Shelton passed away a couple of weeks back. Um, it's always difficult when you lose a friend. Like I told Peanut, like I'm tired of naming shows after
0: friends who passed away. Yeah, like it right. sucks. This would be the third uh, one for sure. Ready Light.
1: Yeah, and the second one in the last two. Mm-hmm, you know, right. Marlon um, yeah. Peter Fred. Yeah. You know, um, the thing that's difficult about Shelton uh, Shelton passing is that he was so close. Um, and what I mean close to success, like he had found his pocket with his music. You know what I mean? Um and, and granted, Shelton had professional success, um, you know, worked in education, you know, was great with kids. Uh so so that wasn't a problem. But you know, this creative stuff we do, man. Um, you know, everybody has a podcast, right? Um mm-hmm. everybody makes merch. Everybody, you know, um has a million followers on Instagram, like Those things in and of themselves don't make you unique. But I know as somebody who, you know, I'm in my mid thirties, you know, and this stuff don't happen overnight. It is a grind to not only make content, but to make good content that people go toward to make good content that people want to consume. Like that is a task. It's not something that happens for most people overnight. It is a real grind. And. He was right there, man. <laughs> he was right there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to just be taken away from us like this, it, it's its scary um, because, you know, you know what we've put into this. You know what I've put into the different things that we're working on.
0: Like, hell. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Part of the reason, like, I got Invisalign was because we started to get more opportunities, you know, and we're going to be on camera doing stuff and in videos doing stuff. And so I'm like, okay, well I need to look the part as much as possible. Like, you know, that's why, um, you know, you have a trainer and that's why I live in the gym. Like these things, so much goes into it, um, to really, to really hit. And boy, when you look at how much you do and for, you know, it's all just be taken away in an instant. Um, it's really sobering, you know? So, Rest in peace to my man, Shelton Lee. Um, You are loved. You are appreciated. And going forward, the things that we do, we're absolutely going to have your mindset and your skills and the things you wanted to accomplish in mind. Okay. It's funny. My watch just told me to breathe.
0: (laughs) Breathe, asshole. Breathe.
1: (sighs) Okay. So... Let's talk about these crackers, man. Oh, <laughs> um, So come to find out, like, you know, the insurrection, guys, we all know what happened. Um, these motherfucking crackers, man. Yo, they were like meeting with Republican officials like the week before to get a lay of the land. They were um, having secret trainings. Uh, stop it. Oh, my bad. They were having secret trainings.
0: Cracking knuckles, y'all. You, um, know, you know what it is.
1: To like prepare to invade the Capitol building. Like They were trying to kidnap and kill people, dog. And the Republicans are like, okay, well, that happened. Y'all need to get over it and work with us, Democrats, so we can pass these laws. Democrats are like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? You tried to have me killed. Yeah, fuck that. You literally empowered and led people. Now, that's not saying you knew. That they were going to try to kill us. Oh, I'm but sure they did. It's like it's like Godfather two. Alfredo was like Mike. I didn't know that they were going to try to shoot you and your family. I just thought they was going to scare you a little. What you thought these gangsters was just going to pull up to my house with you telling them how to get through security? You thought they were just going to pull up and what? Like like like? I don't know. Shake a bat in their hand like that to scare me? No. They had these white people out there. With weapons and angry at the world and saying, yo, if you got a problem with these people, go ahead and pull up on. them." Like, I, I, I it's the craziest story ever in the history of the world. And people like Ted Cruz want you to just be like, well, it's over now. So let's get back to making America great. I, I, I'm at a loss.
0: Yeah, I would say I would go as far as say that the FBI has done a poor job. Of rounding up these fellas, I mean, you literally had a domestic terrorist and Ted Cruz at the inauguration. Like he's right there. There's pictures and everything, videos of him kicking it. Why was he not taken down? I what mean. do
1: you, what do you think about all these people, like whose ex girlfriends and ex husbands and whatever were there and caught on camera, and they all snitched on him? Oh,
0: it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, he, even like that. uh What was it? That that one kid, that that little girl. I think she's like a teenager. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, I think it was, like, her mom and, like, I think relatives or or some other, I don't know for sure, her mom was down there. And, you know, she just talked, I guess she's talking about, like, you know, like, hey, mom, you know, did it this you? Because I guess her mom was like, you know.
1: Different. Oh, Kelly Lawler's uh, no, 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 no Kellyanne no, no. Conway's daughter. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I know what you're talking yeah, about. I yeah, know, yeah, it was yeah. Just
0: some random people. Yeah, because she
1: was on, she was on Snapchat, right? Yeah, or she was on TikTok. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and she
0: did the because I guess like um, she was saying, like, I guess how some time ago her mom was berating her, basically like, you better not go to these Black Lives Matters protests, like mm-hmm. nothing good is gonna happen out of that. You're gonna get hurt and possibly killed, blah blah blah. And then she's like, hey mom, this you and you know, uh, video of her mom getting you know clocked in the nose, you know, by one lady and you know basically got, got her mom arrested you know and they they i guess they uh i guess whatever like before all this they kind of like you know disown their daughter because mm-hmm. she just wants to live her life she you know she's wanting to be whatever love whoever she wants and the family feels like no you know you shouldn't kind of thing and you know like i said it's it's it's, it's hilarious i i i got r- real more joy out of Seeing all those videos, like, this compilation videos of people, like, getting kicked off the airports and, you know, planes and all that. They
1: were in the airport stranded Mm -hmm. and didn't understand why they wouldn't let them on the plane. Yeah. You committed a federal crime. Like, you could go to prison for a long time. And there's no reason the people on that plane should trust you.
0: Yeah. Like, they're lucky they're not in Guantanamo right now. Dog.
1: Like yes, a lot be. of people are gonna get off easy for this, but it's like easily one of the worst crimes in American history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't want anybody to lose sight of how bad that thing was. Oh, yo, I, history I we, books
0: in the next couple of years are gonna be hilarious.
1: We told y'all um, that our neighbors who support Trump who took mm-hmm. their signs in, like yeah. they did it right after that. Mm-hmm. I seen the wife now too. They're just a Mexican couple. Really. They're just a Blue Lives Matter trump pants, make america great again mexican
0: couple. Latinos for Trump kind of thing? Yes. Wow. Yes.
1: I I, I am, because I finally saw the wife, and they're just small old Mexicans.
0: You know, and I had seen them a little bit on that snow day we had, mm. but couldn't really tell because, like, you know, it was all white.
1: Well, now they ain't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they blended pretty nice, and there's no... Like, but I they wish it. they did. Yeah, oh yeah. No, just like a lot of people in a certain border town that I used to live in that there's a lot of people out there that they wish they were, but you know, they'll never get that blessing kind That's of thing. God. Nope. Not unless they don't know. love you like that. Nope. Sure don't. But
1: yeah, man, it's um you know, everybody was out there too. Like teachers were out there. Of course, cops were out there, off-duty cops, because mm-hmm. why wouldn't they be? Military. Um, CEOs were out there. Yep. Like, a lot of people, like, really thought that that was okay. Like, they committed treason. They yes. broke into a government building in order to attack government officials. You can't do that. Mm-mm. Like, there's nothing patriotic about that. Like, it goes against everything the country stands for. You don't think, I want to choke slam Ted Cruz? I definitely want to choke slam Ted Cruz. I, think we all I do. understand the ramifications of going to Ted Cruz's place of business, busting in there and attacking Ted Cruz. I, I, I understand why that's wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you can't do it. It's different pulling up on him on the street. But to literally go to these people's jobs with zip ties and bats and batons and guns, you can't do it.
0: No, not at all.
1: Like, I might say this every week on the show, how crazy that story was. But... I digress.
0: No, I mean, it, like I said, it, it's just going to be, like I said, uh, history books and uh, history textbooks, if they still do textbooks, everything's kind of being more streamlined, you know, to um, Chromebooks and Google Classroom Zoom and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, in the event they do still continue to make textbooks, dude, those textbooks are going to be hilarious. Yeah. I mean, if like, they tell the truth. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, if they do tell the truth, I mean, but more, than, I know here in Texas they're not going to. Uh, just, you know, mainly because like our state board of education, like, you know, they're absolute garbage um, because, you know, they, they want to change history. You know, as much as people cry like, you know, oh, you're, you know, change the school names, and you take down these statues, change the history. No, our state board of education in the state of Texas literally changed history. You know, even went as far as to calling the, what is it, the transatlantic uh, slave trade to just triangular trade. Yeah. To make it, I'm like, huh?
1: <laughs> and this is like a slight tangent, but mm-hmm. like, so Hank Aaron passed away. So many yep. people passed away in the last.
0: I know. Cicely few weeks, Tyson.
1: Cicely Tyson died. Um, there was somebody else. That one lady, uh, white lady. Yes, Florence Leachman.
0: Yes, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so Hank Aaron passed away, and all they've been talking about is like how Hank Aaron handled, uh, handled, uh, racism with such grace and with um you know holding his hand holding his head high and this and that and i'm like well hank aaron is a great man Mm -hmm. and you you should applaud him for what he did why do we never talk about the other side of it like why don't we talk about
0: how what he went through
1: exactly like why don't we acknowledge that your granddaddies and aunts and uncles are racist pieces of shit
0: and how if
1: like that's The part of the story we should really be talking Mm -hmm. about—it's not about what he persevered through; it's about what you what you put him through.
0: What almost could have never what what could have happened that would have never given Hank Aaron the chance to get back.
1: Yeah, like that should be acknowledged. But okay, yeah. You got a new president. You got a president who says he's going to unite the country. Mm -hmm. Um, Why would he want to do that?
0: (laughs) 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 Why Why would
1: you want to unite the country? Um, I understand. Like, I've never been an old white man, but I understand that there are people, and it's not just old white people. Like, it's old everybody and a lot of younger people. People of our age, we're a little bit better about this, Yeah, but they do that thing where they say, we're better than that. America's better than that. When was America better than
0: racism? Hmm, never.
1: No, I mean, before it was America. <laughs> yeah, This land specifically was above racism for a while, and then white folks showed up. Um,
0: But no, up the whole landscape.
1: My my thing is like I I, I get the idea that. After going through a presidency with a president that was completely unhinged, that had no social graces, um, no real self-control and was really only out for self, I understand Joe Biden wanting to stabilize that position in an effort to stabilize everything else. I think what gets lost is it's not that people saw Trump and wanted to lose their minds. People wanted to lose their minds and then saw Trump like it, that's the order of operations. They saw an opening to be who they really were,
0: mm-hmm. you know, they
1: um, and, and they ran with it. Oh, yeah. But this is who those people are at their core, like with everything crazy that happened with um. What he did to immigration with policy he had against the LGBTQ community, like, like with all these things and just the flat out fucking racism. 74 million people voted for him again. You know, more people voted for him this time than last time. Oh, Of course. You know, um, so I, while I understand the sentiment of uniting the country, you should maybe do things that you can for the decent people in the country and let those other people fuck off. I understand that that's a bit harsh, but that's what America is.
0: (laughs) It's like I always tell everybody, as soon as that good old, like the good old boys and that good old boy mentality is gone. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to magically start to get a lot better and a lot more. uh, What's what I'm looking for Uh,
1: when you when you're faced with the fact that you have you're going to be shamed for the things you do. Mm -hmm. That's and I'm agreeing with you when you actually have to deal with the ramifications of the things you do. This goes to what we're talking about at the Capitol to just people in general. When you will be held accountable for your actions and you can't just go through life doing what you want. Like Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan got got on somebody's podcast and said, I don't know. Now, when I go to this younger locker room, um, they look at me and don't talk to me like. Guys, do you think I'm trying to take your spot? No, we think you're an old fucking racist who we don't want to be associated with. And I know you're not used to people acknowledging your faults, Mm -hmm. but that's going to happen now. And the more that happens, that's how you get rid of pieces of shit. That's how people stop being terrible. When you say, hey, you can't do this anymore. Then they have to make a decision. You can't massage evil. You can't do it. But okay. So your president's going to unite the country, and he's going to do it with these $1,400 stimmies. Where's my $2,000 at, man?
0: Yeah, no shit. I'm about you, to tweet and be like, yo, dog, where's my money?
1: You didn't tell me 600 and 1400 You told me $2,000. Mm-hmm. I check for two racks.
0: We you got know what the, I could do with we that? We got the tweets.
1: You know what I could do with that?
0: Hmm.
1: Ball out on StockX.
0: True. We could, yeah. I could <laughs> nah, finally, finally get Chunky Dunkies.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, no, nah, man. We you know We are lucky enough to not need that money true but i want my fucking money
0: but i'll take it i want I'll all my money
1: <laughs> i want my two racks i do too not 1.4 racks It don't even sound sexy i got 1.4 racks it's like a stacking change no
0: two racks imagine imagine someone trying to give you 1.4 racks of ribs
1: shout out to aj gray that nigga really ate ribs the whole <laughs> show
0: that's awesome he should I, but I
1: hate like cause that's my man of course but like when you're doing an interview mm-hmm. even though you're joking around you have to maintain like a level of normalcy yeah like and I'm just sitting there like I wanna call him a nigger so bad <laughs> I wanna call him a big lipped rib smacking nigger right now
0: AJ AJ is gonna pop up and throw you through this uh, wall that's
1: fine <laughs> that's fine with all his nigger strength that's fine <laughs> that's fine, Jesus, <laughs> fine. <Cam. laughs> Um, nah, AJ's my man. Um, did a fantastic interview. Um, we actually watched uh, yeah, a I good portion it. of the uh the GCW show, the Fight Forever show. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I love the settings they choose. Like, it looked mm-hmm. like uh Def Jam Vendetta. I think mean, this looks great. It really
0: did. Um, it was like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. It was, was that somebody's like uh place of business. I, it looked like, like a like garage this? in Philly. That's the same thing. It, it, it looked like in. a loading dog yeah. or something. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot.
1: Um, but yeah, um, shout like, out to AJ Hoodfoot. Shout out to my man Jay Rose on the announcing. Uh, my man Emil on commentary. Um, Alley Cat was hilarious on commentary, by the way. Like, she's just like country as hell. She's like, what did that motherfucker do? I'm like, yo, I'm not used to hearing women say that on wrestling commentary. This is amazing. <laughs> She's like, holy fuck, just out of nowhere. Um, did you see uh did you get to see Faye's entrance a match?
0: No, I only got the end of it when she got like she got 3D'd or whatever. No,
1: they beat the shit out of
0: that. Yeah, they, they I was <laughs> fucked up. I, <laughs> I was I wanted to run to the screen and help her out.
1: I ran Willow Nightingale getting
0: wrecked. That was crazy. Um That was some fucked up shit. Yeah, but
1: shout out to GCW for that show, man. That was cool. That one, uh, um,
0: was that one guy with with the um, with them like black eye contacts or whatever.
1: Oh, when Leo Rush came yeah, out at the beginning? Holy
0: crap. Yeah. No, he, he could go.
1: Yeah, Leo Rush is great. Yeah, so again, Leo Rush was uh WWE cruiserweight champion for a while. He was a what? WWE cruiserweight champion. Like he was in WWE.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah. What
1: happened? Um Well no no no, it's not like a, a oh. secret. Um he didn't feel it. like they were using him properly. Uh he is a he has a reputation of he's an artist. So he can be like he, he's very confident in his abilities. He's mm-hmm. not afraid to speak his mind. And so oh, he's he, very good, yeah. yeah. And so they went back and forth. He was on the challenge uh this season, as a matter of fact, on MTV. Mm. So he's like doing his thing. Yeah. Um, gotcha. But yeah, uh just i don't think it was the right environment for him, you know. Um so shout out to Leo Rush, man. Shout out to Maryland, man.
0: Yeah, um, so he was good. Uh that Braden Lee guy or whatever.
1: Brayden Lee was good. Yeah. Braden Lee was good. Jesus Christ. Um Yeah, that was, was it was it was a move. A, yeah, a them hell two of a for show.
0: sure. Like like to me, the uh that Leo Rush and that Brayden Lee, they stood mm. out. I was like, holy shit, like these guys can Really move like they got a lot of
1: talent down there. Yeah, like, for sure.
0: You know, where's where's these two guys' deals at? Mm-hmm.
1: Something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was a hell of a show. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked it. Now, are you going to buy stock in GCW? I could. Yeah. Do you have stock in GameStop? No. Don't you wish you did?
0: I do. So. As much as I buy from them,
1: let's let's do this. So everybody knows roughly what's going on with the stock market, but mm-hmm. I, in my infinite wisdom, know that. I don't know everything so luckily there was somebody I believe on reddit. I wish I can give them credit Um, But they kind of explained the whole stock market situation. Yeah, so here's what happened I know at least one of my followers doesn't quite understand what is happening in the stock market right now And that's enough to motivate me to explain because this is somewhat of a turning point in world history First you need to understand what a short is in trading um, a short is when you borrow a stock from a broker and sell it immediately at its current price. Then you hope the stock price falls such that you can buy back the stock at a lower price and return your shares you borrowed to your broker, but keeping the difference. Already some shady shit, right? Oh, I get exactly wow. what he's saying. And so now that yeah. explains everything that happened to me, right? Yes, okay, yeah. but
0: wow.
1: Uh, an example, let's say that I want a short XYZ. I um, mean, you know, if you guys have... If you're involved in the stock market at all, um, basically there's a three de- th- three-letter acronym or abbreviation used for stocks. Right, Sherman
0: sure, um, Williams SHW. Mm-hmm. What's so, what's that
1: Let's say I want to short XYZ, which has a current price of ten dollars. Mm-hmm. I borrow one share, sell it immediately at ten dollars. I now have ten dollars, but I owe my broker uh, the one share I borrowed. Then let's say XYZ drops to $7. I now decide to cover, buy it back, my short position, and buy one share at $7 and return the one I borrowed to my broker. I made $10 when I sold uh, and only had to pay 7 to buy it back lower, so my profit is the $3 difference.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This fucking, I hate the stock market is so fucking scammy. Um, it's,
0: it's it's one big casino. Yeah, That's all it is. It's literally one big casino.
1: But now, let's say that instead of the XYZ price dropping to $7, it goes up to 15. I still need to return the one borrowed share back to the broker, except now it's gonna cost me a lot more to buy it back. If I buy it at $15 so I can return the difference, or so I can return the borrowed shares, my losses will be the $5 difference between selling it at 10 and rebuying it at 15. Uh, Since the price can rise indefinitely, my potential losses as a short seller are unlimited. At some point, I will have to buy it back and return the shares as I borrowed them, the more the price rises, the bigger my losses. Now, for GameStop, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, um, a redditor on Reddit Wall Street Bets noticed that a hedge fund had taken a massive amount of short trades against GameStop. They convinced everyone on the thread to join forces and buy as much GameStop stock as possible. This made the price rise, and the hedge fund short position started to lose billions. Good. The losses even surpassed the $13.1 billion that the hedge fund was worth. Eventually, they had to close their short positions and buy all the GameStop stock back at much, much higher prices, sending the price even higher still. This is called a short squeeze. Now the hedge fund is declaring bankruptcy, and the Reddit thread is combing through other hedge funds with massive short exposure so they can short squeeze them into bankruptcy as well. All of Wall Street is saying that the public joining together in this fashion should be illegal, but they really just lost at their own game to the
0: masses. Yeah, they did.
1: Man, um, fantastic explanation. Mm -hmm. These niggas is crooked, man.
0: I'm telling you, man, I've always said to people, uh, people on Wall Street, stockbrokers, they're nothing but white collar gamblers. That's all they are. Yeah. Like I don't care where you got your degree from. You're literally a professional gambler. That is it. That's Mo- yeah. all stock is.
1: Money is fake, and the stock market is even faker. Yeah, <laughs> like it's so fucking arbitrary, and like they just rob people all day. Now, um, would it have been great to have bought stock in Tesla ten years ago?
0: For yeah. sure. Oh, absolutely.
1: Um, there's a kid who bought GameStop stocks. A kid in San Antonio bought GameStop stocks in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, they bought like a hundred dollars worth, yeah. and he just cashed out like five thousand uh um, pretty good so shout out to him right yeah shout but out little kid he cashed out five thousand because a hedge fund tried to fuck everybody though
0: like it's so oh man um imagine all the takis and hot cheetos and cheese yes. that kid's gonna buy
1: now i will say this um i started investing uh i think like a year ago mm-hmm. and like on some really like small scale shit yeah on the chance that i can make some fucking bread You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's a possibility down the road. But boy, there are people who play at it all day, every day, and end up fucked. Mm -hmm. Like that hedge fund thought they was really finna get over doing that short shit, and And here they are.
0: I'm glad it's closing business. And And
1: apparently, like they're they're trying to get everybody who does that. And like Wall Street, Wall Street is like, no, stop playing. You're not playing fair. Like, fuck them. Ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun.
0: Yeah. Ain't that that about a bitch? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because it's just like. You know, it, uh, to touch back on a thing, you, you said, uh, uh, you know, just earlier right now about how money ain't real and the um,
1: stock, market, so, yeah, ain't yeah, stock market ain't real early. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they were handed, you know, just randomly. Oh, OK, here's two point one billion or two point one trillion dollars to what was it two point one trillion. Right. Um, you know, to stay afloat when the pandemic first hit, mm-hmm. because everyone's was like, oh, my God, while well, she's going to crash. Oh, here's two point one trillion. Like you literally just like you gave these professional gamblers like all this money to continue to gamble. Like during the pandemic, like stocks, you know, in reality, as long as people are buying shit, yeah, stocks are going to, they're going to get value. That's it. You know, it has nothing to do with, you know, pumping, you know, pumping the money to the, to the, the, uh, Wall Street. No, as long as people are still buying gas, petroleum is going to still have a high stock as long as, um, you know, what I have stock in my former, you know, um, place of employment, Sharon Williams, as long as they keep, uh, closing down the competition, and they still, you know, houses and buildings that are getting built still need to get uh paint thrown on the walls. Mm-hmm. That stock's gonna keep rising. Yep. I mean, it's it's <laughs> common sense mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, which is why I'm glad I have the stock and what I do now because when I bought, I think when I first got it was like 75 a share. Mm-hmm. Now it's over 500. Oh yeah, you good? Yeah. Yeah, you good? Yeah, my uh, the financial advisor have because I have my 403b and she was like, yeah, you might want to hold on to this. Like, yeah, I'm going to.
1: Mm-hmm. So, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Man. So stop fucking people over on bread. because <laughs> mm-hmm. now it's finally getting your asses.
0: I'm glad um, it's happening too.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um so next weekend is the Super Bowl. Um at the beginning of the season, I absolutely would have told you that Patrick Mahomes is going back to the Super Bowl. I don't know if I would have said Tom Brady's going back
0: with a new team. Uh but didn't look like it at first.
1: That team is stacked. Um once they found their groove, Uh, Byron Lefwich is doing an amazing job over there
0: Mm -hmm. um good old Byron
1: yeah man who um again famously broke his leg during a game and his team carried him down the field so they could finish the game um when he was playing at Marshall um yeah he apparently is like a really gifted offensive coordinator uh shout out to him for getting the opportunity uh Bruce Arians uh who dresses every day like he's fresh out of church (laughs) <laughs> um like he he is the king of the vacation Bible school outfit. Yeah. Uh, so salute to him. Um yeah, and then they got talent everywhere you can think of. Leonard Fournette's their running back. Mike Evans is their number one receiver. Like like the ghost of Gronk is still there. Mm-hmm. You know, like they and they got fucking Tom Brady. Like they're a stacked team. And that defense, they are fun to watch. Like oh, they yeah, got no, that they kid 45, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, Devin somebody, everywhere on the field. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that's a hell of a team. Um, But Kansas City, to me, is just the most offensively stacked team I've ever seen. Ever. For sure. Um, Like, they, last year, they won the Super Bowl with Sammy Watkins as their fourth option. You know what I mean? Like, they are stacked. Um, So, you have the unguardable Tyreek Hill. Right? Mm -hmm. You have the unguardable Travis Kelsey. Like, you have two receivers who can't be covered. Um, Like, you have a tight end that corners can't keep up with. And then you have Tyreek Hill, who no one can keep up with. It doesn't matter how deep you drop. Like, nothing. There's nothing you can do. Um, And then they just happen to have uh, what's the kid's name? Clyde Edwards Hilaire in the backfield, Mm -hmm. Le'Veon Bell just sitting back there, you know. um, And then, oh, yeah, Pat Mahomes. Like who you can't sack and can put the ball anywhere. And then you got the Honey Badger back there who all but shut down uh, Josh Allen last week. Like, I I think it's going to be a pretty good game until the third quarter.
0: <laughs> it would be fun to watch. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think that uh, Kansas City is going to... I got Kansas City by 10, man.
0: I'm going to go and say Tampa by 6.
1: Should have been Aaron Rodgers. Let's just like let's just say what everybody else is saying. Mm-hmm. If you are down 8 points, you don't go for 3. No. It serves
0: You have to go for that touchdown.
1: No purpose. There's no reason
0: unless your onside team is that good, your hands team is that great.
1: But even if they are great, it still doesn't make sense. Like True. you have to you need the points. Like, worst case scenario, you score six, you're down two, and you get the ball back, and you can kick a field goal. To win it, yeah. Or, even if you don't get it, they have to start at their nine. So if they do have to punt, you can go for it again.
0: You have good field position.
1: It was stupid all the way around, um, and that coach deserves to be fired for it. <laughs> like I I Willy, it sucks. No. Yeah, yeah. First season, I get that, but deserves to be fired. Um let me see
0: yeah there's i'm sorry but there's no yeah there's no defending a decision like that the, the only way i would even consider that like kicking it you know with me you know coaching and everything the only, the only way i would even consider kicking it is if i know like for sure there's a 100 percent guarantee that i'm getting that onside right back then
1: i don't know like, if okay, they had a successful onside kick all year like it's that, just that's what I'm saying
0: yeah but if i knew for sure yeah. that, that the ensuing uh got the forthcoming or whatever uh onside kick is going to be 100% chance that I'm getting the ball back, then I'm like, okay, sure. You know, because even when you give uh, Aaron Rodgers a short field, like, you're going to get a, probably get a, t- more like get a touchdown out of it. You know, that momentum. But, no, it was, it was just a, it was just a really weird, uh, bizarre call. Just kind of like, you know, with um, with my first year in my current district when it was a fourth and goal on the three or four yard line and they had nine in the box and we decided to run a uh, trap up the middle. And we had a receiver that was 6'3". That was being guarded one-on-one with the, uh, with the DB, at least about a good four, four or five, uh, literally four yards back.
1: Well, that was fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> I'll never forget the look at. had. I was like, huh? Mm-mm. And I heard the call.
1: Coaches mm-hmm. sometimes don't make decisions in the best interest of anyone. Right. Oh, yeah. But it should be said also that the people playing the game don't always make the best decisions either. What am I referring to? I'm referring to the wrestling otaku. Oh, yeah. The wrestling otaku is a bad player coach. He is fucking the game up. <laughs> Peanut. Hmm. So the wrestling otaku, uh, I don't think we congratulated him when it when it happened. Wrestling otaku said he got himself a girlfriend. He did. Um, it was all hype. You know, saying talks to her on Facebook and they chat and this, that, and the third. So I was like, yo, shout out to the brother. Mm -hmm. Rest on otaku. Maybe he'll hate women less. Probably not. But maybe he'll find a modicum of happiness in a life that could use some happiness. So then he posts a video of him. I don't know what he was mad about this time. But basically...
0: Basically, everybody calling him a catfish. Yeah. That he's oh, getting oh catfish. I'm getting yeah. catfish? Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I yeah. so was literally the name of the title of the video.
1: He pulls out a framed picture <laughs> of his apparent girlfriend.
0: That was mailed to him.
1: Yeah, she mailed him a picture. Now, Peanut...
0: Um, Are we Peanut,
1: in the 90s again? Um,
0: it's like AOL internet for otaku, man. Seriously.
1: So listen, right? If... In your office at your job, mm-hmm. do you have any framed photographs of people? No. So um, in my office, I used to keep a picture of my mother and my
0: sister. Yeah, I remember that, yeah.
1: And a picture of me and Faye from when we went to, uh, went to like a flower garden. Yeah. And we took a picture that day. Mm-hmm. Um So I used to keep those two in my office.
0: Yeah. Makes sense.
1: Um, I met my mother before. I'm pretty familiar with her. My sister yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been around Faye once or twice. Yeah. Um, the reason that I had framed pictures of them Um with Faye is because we took a picture together and we went to Walgreens and got it printed out. And my mother went to Walgreens, got the picture printed out, and she handed it to me when I saw her. Here, baby, here's a picture of me and Roz in a frame. Mm-hmm. With Faye, it was like, Hey, there's this is great picture of us. You should keep this in your office. Um if I now, fast forward, okay?
0: Yeah.
1: Peanut, you're a man who has dated women before. Yes. When a woman wanted to send you a picture of herself, what did she do?
0: She would...
1: It's not a trick question. Yeah. Um, I believe that she would take the picture electronically and then send it to you electronically, so you had it in your phone.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, yes.
1: Because that's what people do Yes. in the last decade.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I like I have a picture of you and I from our 100th podcast.
0: Oh yeah, it's right there. I see it.
1: And it's a picture that my man Ivan dropped off for me yeah, as I remember a gift. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um The exchange of pictures is typically done hand to hand. People physically give you physical items. Now, your grandmother might send you like pictures in the mail. Or like you might get graduation photos in the mail.
0: Yeah,
1: here here's a picture of me, so your friends know that I'm real. I don't know how that works. Um,
0: he definitely got that off Tiger Beat or something.
1: So, well, here's what happened. So weird as it is, mm-hmm. I was still like, okay, salute to the brother. You know, he um girlfriend sent him a picture. That's great. Cool. The virtual pros Discord did not think it was cool. And they did a reverse image search, and it turns out that's a picture of a porn star from ten years ago.
0: Wow! Oh, Otaku and Manti Teo sharing the same girlfriend from from uh, back then. It looks like. Why is Otaku still using AOL Instant Messenger to get women?
1: Why is anything peanut? Why is anything <laughs> anything anywhere ever?
0: Jesus so Christ! So my man
1: lied about it. He was capping the whole time. Of course he was. Why?
0: Because, well, what's, what else are you going to do? I mean...
1: But but you could just not say it. Or you can just not... You could just ignore it. Like, otaku, of all people, this is a man who has never gotten an edge up, right? Yeah. This is a man who refuse, refuses to sit in a dentist's chair, right? Yeah. At both his choice, this is a man who um, wears the same t-shirts... True. ...for weeks on end. Mm-hmm. Again, all three things are his choice. That's what he's decided to do. Yeah. I'm not knocking him for any of those things. I'm merely using them to illustrate that clearly you don't care what people think. Like clearly you are above the idea that you have to present yourself a certain way to people. Dope. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Why lie about having a girlfriend and why present an impossibly attractive woman in relation to how you present yourself,
0: you know why he did that. I'm going to tell you why he did that, Cameron. Mm-hmm. He's running out of material. uh Oh, he knows there's a certain person that you and I both know very well, sitting in this room, <laughs> about a foot away from me. <laughs> that is going to screen record something from him, uh, from some from his YouTube video, or take a screenshot, say something, get him riled up and then
1: the views go up yes yeah okay oh you know it's funny there's no way he doesn't know that i'm making him hot out here there's no way he doesn't know
0: but he refuses to acknowledge it oh of course he does because i mean it, but would it's, that it's, ruined it's the game yo i would absolutely he would feel like an idiot i mean but i'm telling you he was hurt his feelings were hurt in that video after that where he called his bitch list no, 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 no. Oh, no. oh. No, the one, was, the, the one where he called your followers that. <laughs> that some one, coons.
1: Yeah. Some goddamn coons. Yeah,
0: after that video, like, <laughs> so he was playing video games, and that one, I don't know who it was, but someone typed in the thing, like, uh, typed in the chat, like, hey, man, why'd you make that video saying that, um, saying yeah. that, well, uh, I just felt that y'all weren't being genuine, and, you know, um, that y'all weren't being real serious, and, um, you know.
1: I'll fuck so, with the vision.
0: I love the channel. You
1: know, I really watch the video. You know, I'm subscribed.
0: So when, whatever. When you like, start
1: getting money, I'm helping.
0: Like, the hurt in his voice made, off the strength of that, made me laugh. Like, I almost choked on uh, cause, uh when I was eating cheese dip. <laughs> I was thinking it was around Christmas time or whenever we met. Between Christmas and New Year's, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I was eating cheese dip because my mom, always makes it for that time. So I was eating cheese dip while watching that video, and I damn near choked on the chip because I was laughing so hard because, like I said, his feelings were hurt. And it's funny because he wants... He feels that that one uh, other YouTuber, uh, that girl on cinema or whatever, mm. that she got her subscribers because of him. But yet he refused, uh, he won't acknowledge the fact that you giving the attention to all your followers on Twitter is what's making him hot in the streets.
1: Man, won't let me be great. Mm-mm-mm.
0: Now, when he watches videos, uh, ads come up.
1: He's hot right now. He is hot out here, man.
0: Is he hot like the hot pockets he makes? I like that damn picture he stole. <laughs> um,
1: but, yeah. Um, so, on the other side of of what wrestling, yeah. um, let's talk about Rovert for a second.
0: Okay. Yeah, th- this is one. I, I saw it on there, and I was like, what the hell's going on?
1: So, Rovert is a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think his actual name is Trevor. It's like a, an anagram. Of course it Robert is. is an anagram for Trevor, if you mix the switch letters around. Um,
0: Yeah. How cool and edgy. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking clever, right? <laughs> so like
1: he's been on wrestling message boards mm-hmm. longer than I've been with the torch.
0: So basically kind of like with com with the key styles. Yes.
1: He <laughs> was definitely arguing with Mach- Macho Man on Geo Cities. Um, but no. So he's been like on the Dave Meltzer boards and the torch boards and all that forever and he's just one of those people who he has to be right about things and like okay if I said the sky was blue yeah and then the next day I was like man it's a little gray outside he's like no but you said it was blue I'm like but it's gray now no but you said it was blue no I understand that but one of those dorks. here are the tweets where you said it was blue defend your defend your point and it's just like yo you fucking dork like <laughs> so basically, this is what happened, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Mia Yim, mm-hmm. WWE wrestler Mia Yim, yeah, uh, tested positive for COVID. Okay. Mia Yim, uh, is the girlfriend of Keith Lee. I um, mean, everything's eyes back together because a year ago. Yesterday or technically a year ago, today now, mm-hmm. um, we were I was in line kicking it with Keith Lee's parents. That's right. Super I cool.
0: dude's little brother was huge. His little brother was like six, seven. I what know. I was about to be like, "Hey, y'all should uh, come to this school district. Yeah, yeah right. We play some football. Exactly. Jesus, um, man, that kid was a monster."
1: But no, so they live together. Yeah. And so you know, when you live together, one person says positive for COVID. You know, there's issues. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, so yeah. Unless you're in a school district, then it's not an issue.
1: In WWE too. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so somebody basically was like she better not have got Keith Lee uh, sick, right? Mm -hmm. And Rovert interpreted that as an attack on her, Mm -hmm. saying like she did something wrong. And somebody was like, nah, he's just saying like it better not happen to him too. Yeah. So he was like, no, this is what you meant. You were attacking him. No, this is what you meant. You were being sexist and misogynistic. No, here's what you said. And you have a history of doing this. Like he just goes and goes and goes. What a nerd. Right. And so then the girl he did it to Mm -hmm. actually was like she exposed uh, some DMs that he sent her three years ago trying to get in cool with a wrestler. He's just a fucking dweeb who wants to be down so fucking bad. And so, like, I have had run-ins with this dude. I've had problems with him based on, you know, working for The Torch, um, Mm -hmm. the issues he's had with Bruce and Sean and stuff like that. And I'm always like, dude, I I don't really got nothing against you, but you're a fucking dweeb, right? Mm -hmm. And so they were frying him, so I screenshotted him getting fried. Somebody was like, I can tell you've never had sex. You're a fucking loser, like all kinds of shit. And so then... He came at me on some, like, he was like, oh, uh, he was like, why aren't you, uh, why aren't you not criminalizing, but why aren't you standing against this person on Twitter being sexist? And I'm like, yo, I'm not doing this with you today. Because, like, the girl it was is a friend of mine, right? Mm-hmm. She's a fucking uh, a shit starter and a brat but she ain't no sexist like like with anything else. There are people you like and people you don't like. Mm-hmm. Um and she's like actually like friends with this wrestler, so she probably has some insight as to why there's people she likes and doesn't like, right? Okay. And he I was like, "Dog, like I'm not getting into this with you." And he was like he was like he told me all you do is you choose your sides based on what's popular and you pander to people. I was like, "Nigga, what? Me?" <laughs> Me, of all people, I pander like I hate everything and make it a point to hate things. It makes me feel good. Um, me not having the same opinion as everybody else is why I'm in the position I'm in. If I just repeated and went with what everybody else said, I none of this shit would be happening. That's true. The podcast shit, the video shit, the looks, none of that. Like the, mm-hmm. the, the looks on the IWTV shit, none of that shit would be happening if I was just a get along guy.
0: Yeah, that's right? true.
1: I speak out against I'm looking at a Sting t-shirt right now. Half of half of Twitter thinks that I'm a I'm a AEW stan, the other half thinks I'm a WWE stan.
0: Why like, would they think you're an AEW stan?
1: Because sometimes I say things that aren't in favor of WWE, because sometimes WWE's on some bullshit. Like
0: yeah, I believe, okay. I'm, I'm
1: the most hated. <laughs> like, who am I pandering to? Um, but yeah, so nah, he's uh you know, he's been at this for 15 years and ain't on nobody's wrestling show, ain't writing for nobody. Um
0: Oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you're telling me in 15 years this man has not gotten not 1 cent, not 1 dime, nothing from from any He has
1: made no money off wrestling. Peanut. So
0: it's his hobby to just to go around and and li- literally to to dig in the trash for stuff? Peanut. Is he a, is he a dumpster diver?
1: you he is that wow like think about it yeah you're gonna make more money off wrestling than he'll ever make me you how my virtue of being with the team oh yeah <laughs> like true. you are going to make more money related to pro wrestling than he ever will
0: haha sucks and to be you and you Robert, don't give a nerd. you barely
1: give a shit about pro wrestling
0: i like some of it i i'm jungle boy's awesome Fucking just loves Jungle Boy, yeah, he's um, great, he's amazing, but
1: yeah, it, it's just it's the most mind numbing thing. Like, he just wants to be down so bad, but can't get out of his own way because he's a fucking dork. Huh. Well, um, yeah, that's about what I have. Um, once again, I just want to say, uh, rest in peace to the man Shelton Lee. Tomorrow's actually his virtual uh ceremony, I and am? so I'll be watching that tomorrow evening. Thoughts and prayers uh, with the family. Um, you know, rest easy, shells. Um, Peanut and I are going to enjoy the Royal Rumble tonight with the fervor we know you would have enjoyed it with. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, man.
0: Uh, Especially like that story we were swapping about those like raunchy looking restaurants.
1: <laughs> shells could definitely spot a Fred's fish fry.
0: Yes, and that that made me so happy just to kind of know that that they had something that he know he's been mm-hmm. in that situation too. It's like, yeah, hey, all right, cool. Very relatable, dude. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's the South Congress podcast, episode one twenty seven. My name is Cameron,
0: and I'm Tristan, and we're out. Bye, wrestling talkie, freaking nerd. You ain't got no bitches. None. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comic, show, or movie discussed? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.